Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Have you ever been dumped on FaceTime, though? Well, have you? Listen, I don't mind the awkward silence. Because I tell you what, the awkward silence on that phone call this week was far longer than this. Episode 10. <laughs> After the tone, after the tone, leave your message after the tone. Lovely. Hello. Welcome. Always start with a round of applause. Don't know why. Gratitude, maybe. Here we go. We're doing it. Uh, after the tone, episode 10. And I'm in quite a sing-songy mood today. Hmm. Mm, yeah, I am. I mean, I'm full of the joys of spring. If someone was here and they said to me, how are you, Scotty? I'd say, better. <laughs> Last couple of weeks, I've been quite miserable, haven't I? <laughs> I think After the Tone is less about a project in which we can all jump in and have a good old natter with each other and more about a sort of gauge of where I'm at with my mental health. <laughs> So we can safely say the meds are kicking in. Um, I got a lovely tweet the other day which says they really love listening to me because it's like listening to their friends, but they're common friends. <laughs> which I really enjoyed because, you know, I am common. And some people have actually said if you squint whilst listening to this podcast, I sound quite similar to Adele. 
Who knew? If you're new here, hi, this is a podcast made up entirely of voice notes that people have left for me on the After the Tone burner phone. Couldn't make it any more simpler than that, okay? Um, so if you're here hoping that this might be your next big true crime podcast, soz. There are no husband-killing murderer great stories here for us all to fantasise over. It's a very bizarre phenomena, that, isn't it? People sat around being like, and how did they kill her? It's very bizarre. Anyway, uh, this is just more of a space for gossip, scandal and intrigue, really. And, you know, recorded laughter from me. I just laugh kind of the whole way through. Now, before we get on with this week, I want to throw forward to next week. I know there's a lot going on in the world. And do you know what? I just thought maybe next week we could try a game called Optimism. I thought, why don't we just try a bit of joy, a little bit of escapism for everyone. I want everyone to feel... Like, this is what I think trans-inclusionary radical feminists call single-gender toilets. A safe space. I want you to see After the Tone as a place where you can just jump in, a bit of joy, a bit of laughter, here for a good time, not for a long time. (laughs) My favourite one of those was, what if the hokey-cokey was what it was actually all about? (laughs) So I'm here for all the rough and the smooth, but I thought maybe next week we could try joy as a motivator. So if you've got a joyful story, a bit of cheer, a bit of loveliness that you might want to share with the group, pick up the blower, get on the WhatsApp, send us a voice note to this number. 0788-200-3420. Anyway... On with this week. Who knows what's waiting for me? As long-time listeners will know, the first time I hear the calls is when I am recording this for you. So you're more wiser than me. You're more wiser than me. We're none the wiser with each other being wise. And you'll also, if you're new here, understand that I've got a real way with words. Some people say if you squint and listen to this podcast, I sound a bit like Shakespeare. (laughs) Right, okay, girls. Not for me, waffling on, because we're not here for me. We are. We're not here for me. We definitely are. We are here for each other. Mm. Deep breath. Producer Debbie, press play. Well, this one was on the radio, so not the telly, but I hope it counts. First class windows, have an offer that is great. Chelmsford, double two, double six, double eight. First class are the best. Call them up and you will see when you pay for your front, you get your back done free. All right. <laughs> what a lovely way to start. Now, I did put out a little message on the Twitter vision. I was going to say hashtag there, being like my mum. At Scotty is fat, if you don't already say hello to me on that platform. Asking if people remember any of the theme tunes from the telly when they were a kid or any of the addresses and stuff. So I really like this Chelmsford one. <laughs> and I should be so lucky if I'm having the front done, you do the back for free. <laughs> Oh, I told you, it's going to be a good week, isn't it? Hi, Scotty. So I thought I would drop you a message because your podcast needs non-native English speakers. So here I am from Argentina in Stoke Newington at the moment. Of course, this Christmas is going to be the first Christmas that I'm not going to be able to go back home and spend it there in summer with my family this christmas is going to be my first proper english christmas i need advice 
on etiquette, on coping mechanisms, because I'm scared. I don't know what I'm going to encounter. <sighs> Thank you. Oh, hello. What a gorgeous, lovely message. And I welcome speakers of any mother tongue to this space. As I said, it is a safe space for us all to, you know, I mean, I'm lucky if I can talk English at the best of times. So thank you so much for that. And I appreciate your generosity there. Now, a couple of things I want to take you up on in that message. The first one is, well, congratulations for not having to spend it with family or friends, because I tell you what, it's a pain in the ass, really, isn't it, Christmas? I'm constantly having to tell my mum that I don't do Christmas, but she's so Catholic that I think she can't get past the guilt of not buying me a present, that she feels that somehow I might just be lying to her. <laughs> <laughs> now, how do you do an English Christmas? Well, you mentioned their coping mechanisms and etiquette. There is none. That's the reason why it's a fucking shit show. <laughs> there are no coping mechanisms <laughs> for Christmas in England. There are none. When it comes to etiquette, I mean, A, you're asking the wrong person because I could barely spell it, let alone be it. Do it. <laughs> be it! <laughs> but... I th it sort of depends, really, where you are and who you're with. Now, you mentioned there, because I'm also a spy, that you are in Stoke Newington. Now, Stoke Newington is, for those of our listeners who are outside of the London bubble, is a place in North London that is actually quite posh. It's got a Whole Foods there. And a Whole Foods, for anyone who don't know what it is, it's just a really expensive supermarket in which they take the labels off of shit peanut butter and just put, like, brown paper ones on and say handmade peanut butter actually citation i don't know if that's true lawyers <laughs> now if you're going to posh people's houses they'll have quite a lot of knives and forks and they'll sort of pretend that there's a rule in which way that you eat the forks whether you go inwards or outwards or what spoon you have with what thing Everyone's so obsessed with themselves, they'll never look at what you're eating. And also, because they're English, they're so caught up in being English that they'd never tell you you were doing it wrong. So I think you've got all the joy of ignorance and bliss not to worry about a thing. Also, I mean, it's just Christmas, isn't it? It's just a day where everyone has a really expensive roast. And I mean, you live in Stoke Newington, so you could always get one of those whatever day of the week you want. Hiya Scotty, I hope you're doing well. Just calling with some theme tunes. So me and my mate over the last few years had started doing TV quiz shows from the 90s, like themed quizzes. And we'd actually remake the games in the house of all our old housemates. And one year we did the Crystal Maze. And we'd make like a laser round, a physical round, mental round. And I played the bald guy. I can't remember his name. The guy in Rocky Horror. This year, Corona willing, we're going to do one of Brucey's Price is Right or The Generation Game. And we were watching some of those old TV shows the other day. And they used to have this conveyor belt of prizes. And whenever it got to the big cuddly toy, they used to go, Oh, and a cuddly toy. And everyone used to go, Way, cuddly toy. Love to you. And thanks for doing what you do. Bye. 
Hello, caller. Thank you so much for your call. I do have a complaint with it, which is that was not... That was not the Crystal Maze theme tune. It was a vague memory of a Crystal Maze theme tune. I think you should have replenished your mind with... Oh, no, I'm... I started singing casualty. Okay, right, here we go. Here we go, Crystal Maze. Crystal Maze. Crystal Maze goes... Oh my God, I now can't get Casualty out of my head. Has anyone ever done a mix of Casualty and Crystal May Steam Tune put together? Somebody in the background, make it. Anyway, the, the person you were looking for, his name is Richard O'Brien. Richard O'Brien. Um, my favourite Bruce Forsyth television programme is Generation Game. Life is the name of the game and I want to play the game. Bruce Forsyth, notoriously dead. <laughs> ah, people from my childhood are all dead. Saturday telly was so important to me as a kid. It was like when you first get like a Hotmail address and you're like, oh my God, email. And then you realise like no one's actually ever going to email you. It's going to really bug me what the Crystal May theme tune is now. Are you Scotty love? It's that JRF here. Are you love? How are you? Hello, listeners. Hello to my emerging fan base as well. I don't want to like take over this gaff, but I've had at least five friend requests this morning after the podcast, and um, I'm thinking about opening a PO box just so I can receive all my own voice messages and love tokens. I will be probably releasing some merchandise. Um, I'll be doing meet and greets, obviously socially distanced. Basically, it's time for you to to move out the way, Scotty, and let me take over the show. I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. Could we co-host? Possibly, if you're not able to do it one week, I could step in. Anyway, I'm getting ideas above my station. So, any road. Oh, thank you for my lovely fan mail. Do you know what? I smile so hard, my skull nearly fell out my mouth. Also, getting worried if the regulars don't leave messages. What I'll do is I'll either send you or producer Debbie a key or I'll just put a key under the mat. So if you do get worried and you've not heard about me, you can just let yourself in. Any road, little known um, JRF fact with regards to my kiss. Do you know where that comes from? Because nothing is original uh, that comes out of my mouth. My first crush was Bugs Bunny. I don't know why. Uh, sexually ambiguous, love to cross-dress, very pro that. But anyway, whenever he used to kiss Elmer Fudd, that's that noise. People don't talk about that as a same-sex kiss, do they? But it was, really. Anyway, love and light, God bless, sweetheart. Big love to um, you, big love to the listeners, big love to my growing fan base. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> the gorgeous Whitney Houston there, evidently, from the diva message that... <laughs> that there, JRF. And do you know what? I'm more than happy to share the fan base with your sweetheart. There's room enough for two. But I tell you what, you're not fucking co-hosting this because between the pair of us, we both like the sound of our own voice, evidently. This would be an hour and a half every week. People have got things to do. People have got Pilates Zoom lessons to be doing. 
So, you know, you leave your message, fine. But I'm sitting in this chair, all right, sweetheart. Get out my pub. Um, no, you can stay. Sit in the corner. Be quiet. Sit on your hands. Now, when you were talking about key under the mat, just made me think of my nan. I saw my nan yesterday. We think she's going to go into sheltered accommodation, bless her. The house that she lives in is just too big for her and she can't get around anymore. And I think it's just full of memories that she'd rather not be reminded on on a daily basis. She's got Alzheimer's. Oh, I tell you what, I have got the patience of a saint and I don't mind <laughs> telling you how amazing I am, evidently. Neither does JRF. <laughs> Me nan must have asked me about 20 times yesterday how I was. And every time I respond as if it's the first. I'm all right, Nan, yeah, doing this, that and the other, good. How's work? Yeah, Nan, this, that and the other. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, Nan. Bless. And she's deaf as a fucking button, bless her. So the whole way through me just trying to talk to her, she's going, eh, eh, what? Um, she's Irish, not a hyena. Many times those two get conflated. But anyway, Jeref, love tokens. I, I mean, I don't even get a love token. No one has ever... Do you know what, actually? I'm going to take umbrage with this. Everyone always goes, oh, thanks, Scotty, for doing the podcast. No one ever says, oh, my God, Scotty's grey. I love the, the laugh that Scott does. Scott, oh, my God, I just called myself by a name that my mum calls me when I'm in trouble. Uh. But, oh, JRF, oh, fan mail. Five friend requests. Fucking fickle bunch, you lot, aren't you? Hi, Scotty. I used to work in this pub kitchen when I was 16, so that's like, oof, 21 years ago. And it was a major battle with the radio because the head chef, I say head chef, like microwave aficionado, attendee deluxe, would always want the football on. The sous chef, sorry, the dude that threw things in the fryer, always wanted to listen to, like, offensive metal. And so we just ended up having the radio on. And we couldn't get very good signal, so we had to listen to, like, local radio. And I've got these ditties for you. So we've got... The mortgage point leads to 343434. And the thing is, that was 21 years ago, and I still haven't got a fucking mortgage. So anyway, yeah, the mortgage point leads to 343434. Don't know if they're still going. Give them a ring. Husband's just farted. Uh, yeah, bye. <laughs> I love the documentation of your husband just farting. <laughs> I thought it was someone in the background going, oh, <laughs> the very vocal range that your husband Anus has got. I mean, get that on Britain's Got Talent. Now, we love a message. I'm going to assume it comes from the Yorkshire. I thought... And this is no insult to you. I thought it was more over in the Rochdale's way because uh, you did have the sort of uh, lovely dulcet tones of Elisa Stansfield there, which about four other people will understand the reference of. I can't remember many radio jingles as a kid. I used to listen to religiously every night what I think has now become LBC. It used to be called something else. And um, there was this guy called Clive Ball on it. This is a really simpler time, you know, when radio was just way more innocent. Nowadays, it's like, which of your neighbours would you like to kill for wearing a mask? Back in those days, it was like, has your drain pipe not worked in a week? Call us up, tell us why not. 
<laughs> I also love the sound of where you used to work. And I just love that everything was going against you. I actually don't have a problem with shit metal. Because as a teenager, I was quite into the new metal. N-U metal. Um, System of a Down, System of a Down was one of my faves. Just because it was angry. <laughs> You know, like when you're 13, you just need something angry to like sit in your room and be like, yeah, you're just as angry as me, aren't you? <laughs> anyway, caller, thanks for calling. Hi there, Scotty. Um, just thought I'd leave you a message, long time lurker, behind listener. Sorry, need to catch up, but you know. Seeing pictures of your nan just reminded me of my nan so i hope you don't mind sort of indulging me but one of my treasured memories um should say this nan she's been dead for six years now so i've been nanless which is a bit poo because my nan was all right towards the sort of the end and everything i was sort of hanging out with my nan working out what snacks to get her because snacks are important and um she called me a temptress and i was like nan i'm a temptress um, love it. So I generally don't tell people that it was only about snacks. I make out that like, you know, my nan called me a temptress because stuff. Um, but yeah, we're just talking about snacks, really. Um, I did get her the snacks that she wanted, by the way, people. I think I was like, it was Pringles or something. I don't think she'd had Pringles and stuff. Anyway, so yeah, I just wanted to share a real treasured memory of me and my nan just sort of hanging out and um, me getting my badge for my nan of honour of being a temptress. And um, yeah, it makes me happy to this day, treasured memories. But thank you very much for doing what you're doing. I'm just a new listener, but really appreciating it. And um, yeah, signing off from the temptress. <laughs> <laughs> oh hello the temptress so we've got another new name for somebody who's calling up now so the temptress oh i love a nan story if dear listener you're listening to this and you're desperate to send us your nan story please do there's not gonna be a time where there's too many nan stories do you know what i mean i saw my nan as i just mentioned yesterday oh bless her i went to mark's for her because she likes mark's I mean, she's got ideas above her station. This is a woman who came from the poorest of the poor in Donegal in Ireland. And honestly, you would think this woman was made of money because she'll only eat ham from Marks and Spencers. So I went up to Marks and I got a ham salad. It's a very Nan salad, that, isn't it? I, don't, I think they only probably make it for Nans. It's got half an egg in it, a bit of ham and some lettuce and some salad cream. I mean, it was made for people over the age of 50, wouldn't it? What else did I get? I got two bags of sugar, because you can never have too much sugar in the house. Honestly, when my nan dies, be Arthur fucking Tate and Lyle in that fucking kitchen. I'm sure her mattress underneath it, there's not tenors anymore. There's just fucking cubes of sugar. <laughs> I went into her fridge, bless her, because she can't see because of her eyes. I think she just chooses not to see, to be fair, because she's completely fine. But into the fridge. She's got three different packets of eggs. She's got 18 eggs. I took six home. I said, you're not having those. <laughs> what would my nan call me? I don't think my nan would call me a temptress by any stretches of the imagination. Get your nan stories in. The temptress. First time caller. Well done. Hi, Scotty. 
it's uh, currently half twelve and I can't sleep. So I decided to leave a little voice note for the podcast. I've had an okay week, felt a bit out of it. This week and last week I've been talking to a lot of amazing fat performers in uh, Northern where I currently am, and it's been very liberating. We've concluded we're all just going to write fan fiction about each other, which I'm really looking forward to. And uh, tomorrow I'm waiting to hear back about some potentially quite exciting news. But yeah, hopefully I can get to sleep. I'm going to play some Mario Kart on my Nintendo Switch and uh, start plotting my sexy fat queer fan fiction with all the sexy fat queer babes I've been talking to the past uh, week or so. I hope you're well, my darling. Talk to you soon. Bye. Oh, lovely call there from Northern Ireland. I don't know if you caught that there, dear listeners of the After the Tones. I love a phone call from what we belovedly called the North. People in England, when you say the North, they just think that means Manchester. It means very different things to us, doesn't it? Um, So thank you very much for calling in. You know me, not afraid of a fat (laughs) show-off. Hope I'm on the list, please. Um, Fan fiction. Now, if I was to divulge myself into some fan fictions, who would I place together? Maybe Danny Dyer would feature. I sort of like political Danny Dyer. He was on the news the other day going, bunch of middle-class people around in the country, it's wrong. And then instantly I was like, hmm, hello. You know, give me a working-class man that's politically enlightened and I will throw myself at him. Um, So I might have Danny Dyer in the mix. Trying to think who else. I mean, it's Slim Pickens as well. I know everyone likes the one, you know, your Irish one. Normal people, ordinary people, one of those ones. Everyone's mad about him, aren't they? I don't see it myself. He just looks too clean. I don't know. I want a man to look a bit weathered, a bit downtrodden in life. So we'll go with Danny Dyer. And then Alfie Allen, when he was a bit younger, was a bit more thicker and podgier. He's now in that harlot's but. He's lost the wish, as my grandmother would say. She lost the wish. (laughs) My nan says about people losing weight as a geography thing. (laughs) Which says a lot, doesn't it? So you enjoy your fan fiction there in the North. And uh, I hope that we get to hear some of it. Maybe if people have got some sexy fan fiction times we're allowed to put out on the airwaves, maybe you might call in. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? One three double O oh, six triple five O oh, six. <laughs> One three double O oh, five O oh, six. I'm going to do something that I don't think we've ever done in the history of After the Turn. I'm going to ask Debbie, producer Debbie to um, rewind the tape so we can just listen to that again. Just because I want you to listen to that and you tell me if you're getting... I'm sort of getting Irish folk singer vibes from it. (laughs) If this is an advert for a boron, that's a drum, FYI, or a baran, depending where you're speaking from, um, listen to it. It might just be me, but it has got that tone where I'm like... Anyway, come on. One three double O six triple five O six. Do you see what I mean? (laughs) 
I mean, it's like the start of the river dance, isn't it? <laughs> Michael Flatley be out in a minute. I think if more adverts were a bit more folky, I think they'd sell more things. <laughs> Look at me trying to quietly kill capitalism. Hi, Scotty. I just had a really, really good poo and I felt like I had to tell somebody about it. It was just very satisfying. Okay, that's all. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, Caller. Now, I'm not afraid of poo talk. I know quite a few people come from households where they don't talk about it. They just sort of shimmy up the stairs and pretend they're not having a dump. But... I don't know, maybe it's a common thing, but whenever you, like, go for a shit, you tell everybody that you go, <laughs> I'm going to go for a shit. I'm going to have a shit. And some people don't like poo talk. I adore it. I love nothing more than a poo story gone wrong. I think we touched on it in earlier episodes. <laughs> Touching cloth. And I'd love more of that. There is nothing more rewarding than a rewarding poo, is there? Especially one where you, if you've been out all day, you've done bits and bobs and you come home, you've got five minutes to yourself and you're like, do you know what? I'm glad to save that. <laughs> I think my most favourite poos have been in Japan just because heated toilet, toilet that cleans your bum for you, toilet that plays music, although just slightly disconcerting that a toilet is plugged into the electricity. I mean, that was the one thing I was like, is this how I died? Dot com. I'm trying to think of any other memorable poos I've had. Before going on stage, I quite often have to have a nervous quick poo. There's not much of it, it's just the body responding to the adrenaline. Oh, can you hear that? That was my husband's FaceTime going off in the background. Well, I'm glad you're fucking ruining my fucking recording. Anyway, thanks for your poo chat. And that's all for this week. Wow, we really got through those quickly, didn't we? Everyone was very to the point. Some really lovely, snappy jingle messages there. Noticeable moment there. Just no call from the carer. We'll all have to put in a little word to see if the carer's all right. And, oh God, that JRF ideas above her station. Listen, as I mentioned at the top of the show, it would be gorgeous to hear from you. First time caller, long time listener, whatever you are, you are welcome to get on the blower and have a little chat with us. Next week, I'm going to try and push it into optimism. But you know, who cares? If that doesn't fit your theme of that week, call up anyway. The number that you need to WhatsApp us a voice note is... 0788 3420. And also, you know, as I say every week, producer Debbie and me always really love to read your little reviews and to see you sharing the podcast. This week I thought I'd read out one of the reviews that we got because I thought it was very, very lovely. This one comes from Liam. Uh, Liam said, I like to open up my blinds. I don't know why in my head, Liam, you speak like that, but you do. I like to open up my blinds and make the morning coffee and slip back into bed with after the tone. I'm sure you do, dear. It's like having a conversation with mates. Scotty is very entertaining. There you go. I got my first proper compliment and jrf oh for fuck's sake she has to be in on everything and the carer there you go you got to split that oh and i dread the week that jrf and the carer are too busy to call in i mean i love that that's a a common theme p.s who is the carer he sounds cute i have it on good authority that he is actually a rather attractive gentleman and um, so you know maybe i could make matchmaker liam why don't you send us a little voice message with who you are and what you're into, and I'll get that message 
to the carer via the medium of the podcast, obviously. Uh, you know, if you have got an advert, anybody, you're looking for love in lockdown, I'm your woman. Uh, <laughs> that is it for this week. I've had a glorious time and thank you so much for being there on the other end of the line because it's been a couple of weeks that I've weathered the storm and I'm at the other side and I tell you what, you bunch of knobheads have really helped. So from producer Debbie and me, thank you very much, goodbye and see you next Thursday. Bye, Hans. Tone after the tone after the tone. Leave your message after the tone. After the tone is presented by me, Scotty, and produced by Debbie Kilbride for Debbie Productions. Massive shout out to Liv Morris and Louise Mothersoul. And remember, press the follow on the subscribe button to make sure that you see us every Thursday. 